We are thrilled and moved by the response to the podcast. We love reaching actors all over the world, actors like you, who tell us that our podcast inspires them, informs them, and makes them excited and proud to be an actor. Yeah, but make no mistake, an acting career is won by being in the consistent practice of the work, week after week, month after month, year after year. Success for an actor is in the doing. So here at the BGB studio, we offer the highest quality acting training for passionate, committed, talented, and ambitious actors. We see that kind of work transform talent into successful careers, and that makes us so happy. There is no substitute for doing the work consistently, and we offer the work of success. We are the home of your 10,000 hours. We offer ongoing and eight-week on-camera auditions, scene study, and workout classes. They're available now. So sign up now to secure your spot and get to work. Go to bramangarciabraun.com slash classes or click the link for classes in the podcast show notes. We'll see you in class. You want to book as much acting work as you can, as often as you can. We get that. The thing is, you don't book acting work by focusing on booking acting work. The industry is more dynamic than that. And the art is more interesting than that. By taking you inside the craft, the casting room, and the business, and bringing other industry experts into the conversation, we dig in. We pull back the curtain of the industry and show you how much power you really have as an artist. And by bringing your humanity to the work and the industry, you become an artistic leader, the kind of actor who books work. Even after decades of working with actors all over the world, in our classes at the BGB studio, teaching, coaching, casting, directing, producing, acting, on set, on stage, behind the camera, and in front, nothing excites us more than seeing you express your unique artistic voice, humanize the business, and book work doing it. We're here on the podcast and in class at the BGB studio to give you all the tools you need to be a championship level working actor right now in an industry that desperately needs your voice and your leadership. Yeah, industry and artistry. This is the only place you're going to hear this. I'm Risa. And I'm Steve. And this is the Acting Podcast from the BGB Studio. Hello, Risa. Hi, Steve. Here we are at the BGB Studio in person, in Studio B. Studio Studio B. I love this room. What do you love about it? There's an intimacy in here. It's a little. It's a gray box, like a black yeah, box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I, sometimes I'll bring my classes in here when they're used to being in the bigger studio, and they, the work is different. You know, it is more intimate. Yep. You can't hide. We have like the beautiful, pretty Studio A, which yeah. we we deliberately designed as such. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. With and the it's big amazing and spacious. lighting yeah. and all that stuff. And then this is the gritty, raw shit here, which I love. Yeah. And then we have our Studio C, which is also terrific. Yeah. Um, I, I don't have a transition here because we're talking about healing uh, and specifically the healing, the wording on this matters, the healing required to be an actor, which um, uh, we we need to deep dive into because uh, lots of big feelings on the one hand, lots of sensitivity because that's part of the work uh, that artists do and, and also um, lots of potential for toxicity from an industry that doesn't have the capacity to create space for sensitivity. So there's a train wreck there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we'll uh, um, maybe by way of example or, um, or just offering suggestions, talk about some of the things that actors can do, some of the things that we've seen actors do. Um, to create a practice uh, that sees to their 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 own mental health, which is important. The yeah, go ahead. I, no, I was just going to say healing is a big word, and, yeah, and for those listening, yeah, yeah. you you may have your instant response to healing means you are you have to heal from something traumatic, from a wound, from a surgery, from a, an illness, you know. And there is that part of it, and there's also what happens to you when you're in the business or you're trying to be in the business. And you have to heal from that. And also healing is necessary just being a sensitive artist. And it doesn't mean there has to be huge trauma. And also sometimes there is. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so yeah, all of that. Um, it'll, it'll run the gamut. And, you know, the ING of the healing here, what is that, a gerund? I don't know what that is. But, but mm. the healing of it is not healed. You know, like I, I, there's no it's end game process. here. Yeah. Uh, and it's think, an endless, and it's a continual that's right. lifetime lifelong process. It's a practice. I mean, yeah. again, this is 2600 yeah. year old Buddhist philosophy, life is suffering. And um, so we're gonna talk briefly about some of the reasons why it is so that that actors um, 
find themselves in places uh, um, where they are emotionally injured um, and, 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 and then move to some hope here in terms of practical steps even. So um, okay. listen, artistry itself, uh, we talk about this a lot, that, that five-year-old that each of you was, that certainly I was, and mm. I know you were too, Risa, um, where you felt something that made you go, oh my goodness, I feel like a human being when I'm playing pretend in my, you know, whatever, the living room or with my friends. Um, and for me, coming from a place where uh, there wasn't a lot of room for emotional expression, um, the, the folks around me didn't necessarily have the capacity for that. I think of my grandmother who grew up in relative poverty and, and, and abuse. Uh, she didn't have the words even to say, I love you. She was busy getting by. Like, she never learned that. You know, mm-hmm. I knew in my bones that she did, but she didn't have the capacity for it. Uh, a lot of generational stuff there. Yeah. Um, and and then I show up hypersensitive, all the feels and all the curiosity about the human experience and 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 there's no room for the expression of that, you know. Um and and that sensitivity pushed me towards a life in the arts, which I think a lot of people have their version of. Um and 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 those moments of searching for deep connection and feeling um, like you are uh, in need of some sort of space where you can feel connected to another human being um, and, and sensitively interact with the people and things around you, then turns to competition when you meet the industry. And, and in fact, an actor's product in so many ways is to bring vulnerability and emotional experience of a circumstance to the belly of the beast, whose interest may be, without any finger wag, satisfying shareholders, right? Like, and, and there's a train wreck there. And they want, we want, the industry wants your sensitivity and your vulnerability needs and it. your emotional expression. Like, yeah. needs it. Needs it. Right? But not understanding that it doesn't come packaged at, at the grocery store. Like, it actually is something that you're putting out there onto the butcher block. And in the hopes of being met with a, a response, a, re- a reception. And the industry, meaning all those people who are chasing their dreams their own way and chasing the money and chasing their promotions and chasing the production of their shows and their movies and financing, um, don't have the capacity or the time mm-hmm. to nurture or even recognize your heart, your vulnerability, your emotional expression. So that's the dance. That's the challenge. How do you still bring that? Because it is required. It affects them, moves them, makes them want to hire you, makes them hire you. How do you bring that? And also protect yourself from the lack of response. You know, you've said this before. It's not that that it's a cruel industry. It's just indifferent to your needs. Right, because it's busy. And, and, And add to this... Again, if I think of my own experience, like I was drawn to this place of emotional expression because I didn't have it elsewhere, right? So like it starts from this place of whether it's childhood trauma or whether it's whatever it is, some sort of um, imperfection and and stunting of one's emotional expression, the silencing of one's voice in one part of one's life – propels actors, and this is in the general sense, but many actors we know and work with, propels them towards acting because of that. So it's almost like a a hole or a loss or uh, some sort of deprivation that that propels us, me, mm. uh, certainly, towards this place. And and then once there, it's like, oh my God, this is a safe place where I can express myself. I'm home. So yeah. so that, exactly, yes. So, so that space becomes this, oh, I can drop my shoulders here and be who I really am. Yeah. And, and then that space of such purity um, becomes like the fucking self-tape or whatever. Right. right. So you go from this sacred <laughs> right. place right. to then this box that's asking you to, to contort yourself into it yep. for the sake of the process. And seemingly we'll judge you for it. Yeah. And uh, you're yeah. too much of this or not enough of this or... But the, and that's the thing. I mean, that's the thing. It's like we actually advocate for and know, and I've seen many times, that beauty, that emotional life, that vulnerable, sensitive humanity in the structure, in the box of the self-tape. And it doesn't mean that you're in there crying or pouring your guts out. I mean, it might if that's what's required. It means that you have figured out, and we'll talk about that, how to bring that 
to that structure because you've always had to bring it to some structure, like the audition process or whatever it, it has been. You've even walking on set, you know, you're, you're walking onto a set that's uh, on a show that's been going for years and it's like this train that's well-oiled and it's moving forward and you need to, need to jump on while it's in fast motion. And you're like, what the fuck is going on here? And that's another structure that you have to, and then, but they hired you because you brought something, you know, to your audition or to the work that, that moved them or spoke right. to them and excited them. Um, so it's, it, there's always been that kind of structure and, and moving that, knowing that this is required. I mean, we're, we're saying basically that is required of you as an actor. You have it in you because that's how you showed up from the time you were a child. There was need, there is need now. And how do you m meld that incredible sensitive artist soul with the industry? I do want to say one thing though. I'm not challenging this just to go back to when you said a lot of people, a lot of us came from a place where we there was deprivation. So I just I'm just throwing this out there. Go so ahead. I believe that I was and and my husband was and is we are still and have been sensitive caring parents artists living or working in the industry knowing what that is I have a daughter who you know who is a sensitive creature and was nurtured in that and encouraged in that but still craved it in a way where she feels like she had to go out and find it she had the nurturing at home so I think that if you have an artist's soul, you know, if you have the heart of a vulnerable, sensitive human being, you're going to crave it no matter what happened at home. And I want to be clear, when I say deprivation, I don't necessarily mean that there there had to have been abuse in the home. Right. Or, 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 or even, yeah, yeah. Your, your, your daughter is a woman in the world. Right. And a sensitive person in the world. Right. By virtue of any of those things, both of those things, she will invariably meet suffering, meet a world that a, a resistance, of, yeah. of, that lacks the consciousness That's right. to, to see her on some right. level or right. to feel whole. Right? Right. Like, so I think this is, this is the epic struggle of the human experience, regardless of the circumstances of your life. Yeah. I, I think everyone's coming from a place uh, of, of feeling uh, the disconnection of being an individual that seeks wholeness. Um, that, that's really broad, but I think that's the case. And then also there are circumstances that can perhaps exacerbate some of that. Sure. I mean, so, that was the case for me as well. Right. You know, needing to find it outside of the life that I grew up in, my home or my environment and right. having to go find it in the theater and finding it yep. and saying, oh, I'm home now. These are my people. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And how do I do that being such a sensitive creature when at home, I was told, get over yourself, yeah. go, you know, and, 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 but even if you, my point is, even if you were not told, get over yourself, yeah. if you are that kind of person, and I know wonderful people who aren't, you know, but if you are that kind of person, you're, you're going to have to figure out a way to meet the industry or to meet the world that is not going to be receptive, sensitive, welcoming, nurturing to sure. your artistry, to your sensitivity, to your vulnerability. So I would say the first step of this, before you move towards the industry and and take your artistry and say like, okay, hey, how do we package this in the right way so that it's whatever, edible for the industry, whatever. Um, before you do anything, I think must be the full acceptance of your hypersensitivity unmitigated, unapologetic, um, unapologetic in, in, yes. in the face of all the internalized yeah. narratives that yeah. stop being so dramatic. Um, oh, wow, you're crazy. You're so emotional. Like all those things that, and, and it gets intersectional, right? Like those versions of that are said to women, to people of color in different ways. And so it's going to hit everyone differently. But I think the first step of this for an actor who has chosen to make their entire life, their life's work, the expression of their unique emotional experience within circumstances needs to be the full acceptance and then the reminder of the acceptance that they are a sensitive human being. Totally. And acceptance in a way where, because I recently had a, a conversation with somebody who is trying to figure out, like, what, who are you? Like, what kind of person are you that you need this? Like, why? And I was trying to explain it. And I thought, you know what? And I said this, I don't have to explain this. It's just who I am. Right. You know, and I then, I, and then, it reminded me of trying to explain it to my parents, who were actually artists of their own, but but had stopped that. My mother was a dancer with Martha Graham. My father was a songwriter, yeah. had a little bit of success in Montreal, and then they both shut down right. generationally. Yep. You know, and and but could not 
understand it. And then this came up recently, and I thought, you know, I don't have to explain this. This is who I am. Yeah. And I and I really owned it, but it's, I mean, I am not a young person, and it's taken me so long to get to this place where I don't have to apologize for it. But the notion that this is this is a, a, a lifelong practice, yeah. and I think, again, that word we have to infuse into this conversation, that this is a practice, because... Yeah. If it's not done consistently as a practice, the reminding that your artistry is your superpower and that you have to be in full acceptance of your hypersensitivity, mm. not even to the point of like, yeah, I guess I am that, but I am that and also how fucking great yes. and also the world needs this. Yes. And also I'm gonna dump gasoline on this artistry and this hypersensitivity so that I'm even more hypersensitive and we'll talk about boundaries and protection in a second. And how to, yeah, yeah, yeah but, yeah. but but you have to first be in full acceptance of the true nature of your nervous system and that and that you, you are that. Um, and some of that is looking at old narratives uh, and voices that you've internalized. And uh, made into this ego know. mind coming at you and Absolutely. telling you that that's not acceptable that's not right and 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 this is where we get to notions of of whiteness of toxic masculinity of all the like these external forces that that we're all kind of um indoctrinated into mm. you know um that that serve to dim our hypersensitivity i mean so mm. again I, i'm 46 years old and my life's work is the full expression of my emotional life and then creating that space for other people and also i still struggle with sadness equals weakness because mm. it was you know beat into me be a dominator right like um uh that don't don't be a wimp um and 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 that is something that that radical softness which again I've, I've also spent decades exploring and and trying to embody um that plays into sure. my my emotional instincts yeah you know? yeah 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 um and no i get that I, and and for me as well in that We've all learned as women that to be in this world, a male world, a patriarchal in industry and, and, and world, we have to meet them, meet it in, in, in our masculine side. Right. You know, so wear the pantsuit. Pan, you know, wear the suit and, <laughs> yeah. and be like men or know how to manipulate men as a woman. So you start to get into like this. It's, it's a whole other conversation. But all of that dims the light of who we are and what our voice is and and it's really hard and i've i've struggled with this so much to be a part of this industry as a sensitive creature and do the work of being a casting director or a director or a producer because you've got to you know you've got to put that stuff away in order to like get shit done right right and then how do you do that when you're also trying to be creative and 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 be an artist within that that system in that structure. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's and that's working at it from where I am. And then actors come into that and and haven't made that deal or even in not not in that kind of negotiation, which has been a struggle my entire career and my life. And then watching them enter this completely vulnerable to what's coming at them into the casting process yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so so and all this to say that that acceptance is to a certain extent it's a choice but also holy shit that can that's going to be a lifelong process right mm -hmm. and, and it gets interesting yeah, so yeah, again yeah. people of color who have been told by the white supremacist delusion that the expression of anger will bring about violence against them to, to be an actor of color and say, let me be in full acceptance of all of the beautiful feelings that come up in me. Again, these are, these, these are huge challenges, I imagine. And, and so everyone has their version of this yeah, yeah. That, that will disconnect them from their, um, their nervous system and make them doubt that, that their instinctive emotional expression, their reaction, their emotional reaction to reading that, those sides or whatever, that that, that is not enough for, or uh, too much of something. And yeah, so, or they can't go. Yeah, they can't go there. They're not supposed to go there. Right. 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 So what we're advocating for, in terms of the healing required to be an actor, um, is the full acceptance of as best as you can. And this will be a journey, with a capital J, um, 
the full acceptance of your nervous system, of your unique emotional experience, uh, of, of everything that comes up in you that makes you who you are. And if it's not turned into a consistent practice, uh, invariably those thoughts and those external forces and the indoctrination will take over. And all of a sudden, uh, um, what comes out of you artistically um, is just some sort of fabrication or it's holding back or um, it's not going to be the singularity that, that you uh, deserve to be, that it is your birthright to be and as that an artistic necessary. human being. Yeah. It's, uh, and I think a lot of actors have shut down in that also because they don't really think it's necessary. It's like, I don't really have to do that. I mean, that's what you do when you go do some touchy-feely play on stage somewhere. If I'm doing a self-tape for a procedural or whatever it is, and I'm not, it doesn't say you know, big emotional feelings, that then I don't need to be vulnerable because it's a misunderstanding of even what vulnerability is. But I think also what you're talking about in the acceptance is it starts with the awareness of the awareness of all of the things we're talking about so that you can come to acceptance and to continue to come back to awareness because it's very easy to forget. And we see this work in class that actors come to our studio uh, with a particular goal in mind of artistic growth or booking jobs or whatever. And then we get into the actual work of it. And, um, you know, within the spaces of our classes, we're exploring vulnerability and we're doing it in a way that um, that actors, uh, you know, can can look at themselves and and express not in a way that that pushes them off the cliff, but this is sort of our approach, right? We create more space with an expectation that uh, they will come to that place of awareness, and, and and they often do. And and in the beginning, we see the resistance, and with love and respect, uh, uh, we create more space for it and try to bring them to awareness and awareness and awareness. But I think people, even people who have given themselves to artistry and acting, once they get into the actual work of it, uh, end up realizing how challenging it is mm. to, to get that artistic flexibility, that, that, that accessibility. And then as soon as you hit a practice, as soon as you start doing it regularly, it's like going, going to back to yoga after a little bit, all of a sudden mm. the flexibility comes back mm. around and then yeah. all of a sudden the flow starts and, and, and that's when artistry can happen and only then. Um, and it's exciting. It is exciting. There are a couple actors in, in one of my classes and they're comedy guys. Right, and they want to be funny. And comedy they, guys, comedy guys, guys, they're comedy guys, comedy guys, uh, and they're funny, but they struggle with getting that funny audition, the comedic audition that asks them to hit the beats and 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 hit the jokes and hit the rhythm, and they've really struggled with that. And so, one of the things we've been nurturing and they've been getting is what their particular voice is in comedy. So they and the way they've been doing that is by writing, and it's blowing my mind and their minds because they're realizing, oh, doing those things may be useful, you know, to have the technical ability, agility, uh, knowledge to hit that stuff. But if you're doing it just that way, if you're just doing the technical, and and that's we could talk about that in 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 music and in sports and in, in dancing and in any kind of art, any kind of expression. Um, you, you've got to fill it with something, you know, you can't just do the technical. Um, I, I mean, there are funny people out there who do a lot of technical stuff, but I don't think it goes very far. I don't care if you're on SNL or whoever you are. And by, by figuring out their vulnerability, you know, their, their, their true voice, um, their heart in this, uh, what makes them unique and, and accessible, and finding their brand of, their version of comedic expression is huge for them. And they're not young guys. They're both in their 50s, and they're finding this out now yeah. because they're willing to do that work. And that's just it, right? It's it's the, the practice of it that that allows you to be in acceptance. Yeah. And, and I think a symptom of that acceptance is you end up um, really whittling down to a fine point what is unique about you because mm -hmm. each of you is mm -hmm. unique to the universe like that's not some sort of like spiritual mumbo jumbo it's like even by virtue of being in the space and time you're in in this particular moment right yeah. like you are unique yeah. and have the capacity to be unique your nervous system the expression of which can be unique um but you're gonna have to be an acceptance of it uh and uh, and you're gonna have to be in the practice of exploring everything that is unique about it that's sort of our, our, our first step in all this that we think is necessary to get to that place of, uh, of, of healing that's required to, 
to be an actor whose interest is to do great things artistically and professionally. Um, and so once you're at that place of acceptance, I think an awareness of the true nature of the industry is really important. Mm. We want to talk about that a little bit because here's where the potential conflict comes in, right? You're in this place of deep acceptance of your own nervous system, and I'm pushing back against societal narratives and all this sort of stuff, and this is who I am. And and then you turn your gaze towards this massive metal wall <laughs> that is the industry, and and it doesn't have the capacity to see what's unique about you, at least not at first glance. Um, it has no capacity to care for you. It has no capacity to see to your financial, artistic, emotional needs. That's not its purpose. Yeah, it it's made up of individuals, yeah, yeah, many yeah, artists even, yeah, yeah. but as a system, yeah. uh, and oftentimes you're, you're processed through systems of the industry. It doesn't have that capacity. And one of the things that I think happens in that bridge from, I am a unique artist to now let me do that as a business, the connection to competition sort of bridge, you know, um, is, is that actors still hang on to an expectation that um, the industry will be what it cannot be. And mother, father, nurturer, right. it teacher, right. yeah. So yeah, friend. All so that. so let's say that you have people in your life who uh, didn't see you or denied, you know, and this is parents or, you know, some teacher or a friend or a, a romantic partner or whatever. Uh, it's real easy to uh, project that onto individuals in the business and the business itself as you search for some sort of validation for that beautiful artistry um, that is unique to you. And, and I think that's where the train wreck happens. The audition comes in and there's an expectation of this may be the one that makes me feel whole, that fills up you know, my emotional tank, my artistic tank, and, and that somebody, my bank account. Yeah, and someone tells me that they love me. Right, yeah, right. That I'm good, that, that I'm doing well. Right. And even if they don't cast me, that I'm talented, I'm worthy, yeah. and that I'm loved. Which if you enter, when you think about it, like what, who goes into any business with that expectation, but because ours is one of art, and because we're asking people, and, and people know it in their bones ultimately, and they may be in the practice of, in the awareness of, in the acceptance of their vulnerability, then how do you enter this business, this particular business, without the expectation that you'll be cared for? That's right. Um, and particularly if you're not caring for yourself. Uh, more on that in a second. Yeah. Um, and so I think what's really, really important uh, in terms of the healing is is the understanding, and then we'll get to the embodying of this, the practice of this in a sec, but the understanding of the true nature of the industry. And, and this will take the actor to the dark night of the soul, that there is no one here in the industry that's going to save you. There's no one that will find you and dust you off and, you know, like pluck you out of the pharmacy because they saw you and say, oh my goodness, and, and take you to the promised land. Not Getting even that yeah, agent yeah, like, yeah, is, is, yeah. is not going to be the answer. And not even if people are caring. I mean, I'm a caring person in this business, and I just don't have the time, the energy, or the capacity to take care of people the way I know they expect from me. And I've finally gotten to a place after all these years where I don't feel guilty about it. But just imagine how many casting directors out there, agents, managers, um, and others who have direct contact with you consistently, who are devastated that they can't do it and they can't and they want to but they can't so let's we need to talk about this okay so so an actor um uh has come from a place where they have deep sensitivity that's why they got into acting in the first place they've had mm -hmm. moments on stage in high school whatever else where they found they, they felt so deeply human through their work right and yet part of them because they live in the world they live in is a little well, I mean, but maybe I should take the real estate exam or go to law school. Like they're they're a little bit in doubt uh, that that this could be enough, right? And people over the years have told them that they're too dramatic or whatever they've said, right? So there's some conflict in their own heart, and 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 then they approach the business and they're offering that same thing, but they're offering it not in a grounded, like full confidence, full throated sort of place because there is internal conflict, there's internal doubt. And they project some of that doubt onto you, Risa. Yeah, yeah. And you have 500 emails a day coming in, and that's like not like that's not hyperbolic. Like when you're casting, it is, it's it's insanity. There's a level of unconsciousness that the industry uh, propagates that that is uh, uh, that makes it so that it can't see to anyone's needs. 
But but with that doubt, an actor projects that on you and you don't give them feedback because you can't. Or, you know, they misinterpret you looking at your phone because the network is calling or whatever with she wasn't paying attention or whatever the thing was. And you're yeah. a kind person. Right. And so what happens is they end up vilifying you. Um, they end up projecting upon you that same internalized yeah. doubt that they have of their, oh, she hates me, fuck her. She's like, she's the reason why I'm blah, 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 blah. And 20 years go by and, you know, uh, all you're doing is smoking cigarettes with your buddies, talking about how shitty the business is and fuck this agent and fuck that casting director and why won't anyone see me is what can happen. Yeah. If we dial this, take this all the way back and rewind to an actor who is, uh, I don't know that any actor gets to the place where they are in full, you know, insulated confidence and no one can, right? But um, someone who's in the consistent practice of exploring their relationship to their nervous system and their art and, and trust it and it trusts them because they're doing that work, um, you're just in a much better place to not go to those ego places uh, of emotional injury, um, and you will be injured emotionally by the business, right? Like the business is what it is. Um, scarcity is the norm. You're going to be rejected. That's what you signed up for. But I think you can mitigate some of that by being in the deep acceptance of your own nervous system and maybe mitigating some of those projections onto other people. Um, and, and, and onto the industry as a whole, you know, with resentment that why are you not seeing me or caring for me? I've done great work. I have a friend who came off as a, as a series regular on a show and lives in the UK and isn't getting any traction and really struggles with resentment and wanting to give up and then finds ways to come back to his soul and his art and the things he cares about in life and his values and his acceptance of who he is as a talented human and it's a dance it's like a constant dance back and forth from feeling that we're not saying you're not going to feel that you're going to feel the rejection you're going to feel yep. that you're outside of it you're going to feel like you don't belong and nobody's seeing you you're going to feel that and so what do you do with that that's right we're not saying don't feel that stuff the fancy actors feel it right like all, everyone's gonna all like the time. this is a hyper capitalist situation yeah. scarcity is the norm everyone's afraid that network executive is afraid that she will lose her job that's right like, that that's is right. Yeah. present in her brain or right? that somebody is so she's or she's fucking up or something right. and that actor who just got off that show and or who has had some degree of success you think well they're 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 good it's even harder because they've reached a certain That's level right. and there's expectation, expectation yeah. of them from them, from their family, from their agents, from the whole industry, from the from the country. Like, you know, why aren't you on another show? Or why right. aren't you more successful? Or why did you do those shitty movies? Or even Tom Hanks, why did you do those five shitty movies? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, it, not that he gives a shit, but there's so much judgment and expectation put on people. And then you put that on yourself. So we know you're going to feel this stuff. Yeah. We're not saying, but it's what you do with that do you lean into the acceptance of your of your artistry as a power or do you let the ego your ego mind tell you judge you and say you're bad for for feeling so much so if we think of someone who isn't doesn't have the capacity to do this work let's say like let's say there is significant trauma right mm -hmm. childhood trauma whatever it is and and then they find this space where they feel whole in like the theater club or whatever mm. And then because of momentum, they call themselves an actor, they identify as one. And now let's say that trauma has remained unhealed, except for like a little bit of relief that they get in their work. And then they approach the business that uh, is relentless and, and, and doesn't have the capacity for care. Well, that person's going to be injured like consistently yeah. to the point where that's going to lead to some significant mental health issues. Um, yeah. And, and, and I'm thinking it, of a friend who, yeah. and who, yeah, didn't make it because of that and uh, the depression and the anger yep. and the fear. Yep. And, and again, this hits different people in different ways. Um, trigger warning here, folks, like we're going to talk about um, uh, suicide here just for one sec. Um, the numbers suggest that this hits men in a particular way. Mm -hmm. And even again, I'll speak about myself here. Um, it is my life's work to express my emotional life. And also, particularly during the pandemic, I realized how incestuous 
um, the the lack of my ability to truly express who I am, and this stuff does get gender. The numbers suggest even this gets gender that men can't do this or reach out for help, etc. Um, that 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 is a part of all this. So like, if we take this all the way to some of the extreme cases that that left unchecked. Um, if if you're in particular with self tapes and and the pandemic, if you keep yourself in that place of isolation, or away from communities of care, um, and a practice of care, and 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 this awareness, um, your mental health can suffer uh, um, really dramatically. And so that's why it's really important to do all of this. Um, so we've started with uh, the notion that in order to do the kind of healing required to be an actor, you're gonna to have to be in, in sort of revolutionary acceptance of who you are as an artist and your hypersensitivity and, and the way your nervous system processes the people and things around you. You're gonna to have to have a clear understanding of the true nature of the industry so that you know what to expect from it and, and, and what not. Um, the brick wall, the, the, the cinder block wall in front of me cannot give me a hug. It just can't. And, and, and sometimes I really wish it would, but, but it can't, you know? Um, and so now, and maybe we'll take a little break here, but, but we want to come back and talk about, um, some steps that, that actors can take. Yeah. And steps we've seen actors take to actually, you know, work the magic. And the answer may be closer than you think. (laughs) We'll be right back. Yeah. You're talented, you're driven, and you're willing to do what it takes to achieve the success you dream of, but like, what exactly should you do? Like, What are the specific actions that you must take in order to elevate your career to the next level? Well, BGB's Career Masterclass Series is the answer to, frankly, all of your industry questions. We are here to give you the totality of our decades of experience in the industry. All of the tips, advice, inspiration, and latest industry intel that we earn from real-world experience at every level of the business. And we're on the ground right now assessing the changes so that we can offer you everything you need to succeed. Yeah, yeah. We're here to guide you step-by-step through every aspect of the industry, showing you our tested, our proven method to grow your career and really take ownership of it. From getting an agent to your marketing materials to the kind of booking mindset that you need, self-tape strategies, how to get casting directors to find you, and so much more. BGB's career masterclasses are all you need to stay focused, informed, and inspired so you can have the acting career you deserve. We're offering amazing live online masterclasses regularly, plus live on-demand classes, all at affordable prices. We want you to have all the tools you need to take your career to the next level and enjoy doing it with confidence and authority. So go to our website links shared in each podcast episode show notes or find the links on our Instagram bio and join us for our next live BGB Career Masterclass or one of our live on demands. We'll see you there. Okay, uh, we're back and uh, talking about the the work <laughs> of healing required to be an actor. Like, you know, it's like, are you kidding me? On top of like, you know, coming up with the money to to get my new headshots and you know, like, and you know, the self tapes and all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. Now I got to do all this labor too. And the truth is, yes. the truth is, yeah, yeah, and. Yeah. And also maybe you have to balance some of that labor so you spend more time on this than anything else because not that we need to say this, but this is also an audition technique. We'll talk about that in a sec. Yeah. And, so, and, 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 just to, and just to say, like, this is very personal for us, the work that we do on ourselves and that we advocate for people who are around us and all the actors we know and love. You know, this is, this is really meaningful and personal and moving and hard yeah. and necessary that we're doing every day ourselves. Yeah. And um, so you and I are, are, are going through some stuff even as we come out of um, the pandemic. And, and uh, you know, for me, the, the work that we had done, our, our life's work changed pretty dramatically as it did for many actors. We've lost some folks over the last three years. Um, some to mental illness, um, going through for me, you know, separation, divorce, like these are, these are 
big shifts mm-hmm. um, that that require us, even with what I would say is a, a privileged and robust practice of self-care, quote unquote, wellness, like the worst word ever, only because it has a connotation that to me that 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 screams Instagram and not and not yeah, uh, deep, deep, the deep actual, actual work, work right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the practice, which takes time and 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 can't be, you know, minimized to to social media typically. Um, but I've been rocked to my fucking core the yeah, last three years. Right. And so, and, and then we see all of these actors that we work with and, and, and showing up, um, with a similar, similar challenges and their experiences are unique. Um, but, but all this to say, like we are so clear that there was healing required to be an actor and that, um, we are highly recommending um, finding ways to do that. We'll talk about some of that in a sec. Yeah, the bravery, the courage, the fortitude, the consistency we see with actors who show up, especially in their ongoing classes, willing to to do that work and to be in that practice. It's it's pretty moving and stunning and and hopeful yeah. and validating. I mean, validating of that this actually is necessary and it works if you if you have the capacity for it and if you don't then step away and that's uh, like let's stop here and talk about that for a second because okay. i love that and yeah. and people don't say that right like because of the sort of hyper capitalist nature of the business and the scarcity of the business I think what comes out of that, the message that comes out of that for actors is hustle and grind and push, 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 and you got to get it or else like Bubba, et cetera. Right? And we say that too sometimes. Like it's like, let's well, get over ourselves and let's just, you know, drive ourselves forward, take action. like that, Because is, it's yin and yang and I, there yeah, has to be a balance yeah, in all this. Yeah. And, and if you're leaning more towards one than the other, you have to write the balance, right? So like there are... I mean, we're, we're saying as much about the industry. There will be times in your life as an actor when it is in your interest to suck it up and push through mm. and it is going to suck. And, uh, and, and, and you will likely be running on a broken ankle sometimes as an actor. And, and if you're in awareness of it and know what you're doing and it's not habitual, but rather it's intentional, because you know you're trying to achieve something and and you're shooting that short and there's like two more days and you haven't slept and like, no, no, I'm pushing because I'm going to get this done. Great. There also needs to be a consistent practice of deep awareness um, and and finding yourselves in communities of care uh, and and tank filling that um, that are able to sustain that level of push. And so it really is the pendulum swinging back and forth yeah. and, and you having a clear sense and, and maybe even working into your schedule time to look inside and go, wait a minute, where am I just now? Wow, my breath is super shallow. Yeah. I need to come back to X, Y, and Z. Yeah, right? I've, so. been, I, I've pushed through you know, decades of my career because being a warrior was useful. And now I'm looking at it and saying, wait a minute. It's making me. It's making me crazy. It's making me not crazy, but it's it's taking its toll on me. It has and and, and it making me ill, yeah. you know, emotionally, physically, mentally, um, in a way that I have to stop and go. Like I need to balance that and and change the way I live my life so that I have enough space to find my way back, yeah. and maybe find my way my way back in a different way right. and in a way that is uh, surprising, yeah. you know, and 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 where I feel whole, where I feel like I'm back in touch with my artistry and my creativity, my, my, my soul, my vulnerability, you know, in a different way. And, and that's something that can be scary, but also as actors, um, there are so many ways in which you can be creative and be vulnerable and be alive in, in the work and in your life that if you can, if you need the space, and I recommend it for everybody, whether you know you need it or not, to, to take some space. I mean, we all were, you know, in trauma for three years, and now we're different. And so what does that look like for you, yeah. each of you? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I think, uh, like, you and I both need to say this. I think it's a responsibility that we have to the people we serve, to the industry to say this, is that if you need to step back you need to step back. Yeah. And and I'm going to say 
something that may not resonate for people, but, but stopping the pursuit of an acting career in the interest of your own mental health, like if it starts really hurting consistently, if you find yourself being emotionally injured consistently to the point where your sleep and your eating and your body, like if, if things are screaming at you to saying like we are being hurt, stopping is actually the most efficient path to success. Because if you push and push and push and push and push, there will be a reckoning and that reckoning will likely put you out for for years <laughs> or or take you in a place where you're in you're sort of in muck floating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you have opportunities, you only have the capacity to give half of yourself and that's not going to be enough to find the, 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 the success that you're looking for. So stepping back for six months, for a year, for three years even, and again, you and I come from this place with an understanding that this is a long game and, well, and pushing back on yeah. the, you know, the, the shot clock of it all. Or like, if I don't book this thing, a, a series regular in the next two years, I'm going to go back to law school or whatever. And then my age is going to dump me and I won't be able to all ever do it again. I'm getting mind, too right? old as a woman. All of right. those things. We, we call bullshit on all of that. All That's of your that. mind. Yeah. So you need to shut your mind up. And it's not real. Taking the time for yourself to, uh, to focus on healing got to pay your bills. I get all that stuff. But, but taking that time is actually the best thing you can do for your acting career. And that doesn't mean stop acting necessarily and, 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 you know, go to some mountaintop and meditate for three years. If that's your jam, fine. But likely what it means is maybe even doing this work you love with a different intention. It can be that subtle, right? Yeah. You know what? I'm going to take a class because I just need to love this again. And I know I love it, but it, this has gotten depleting and it's gotten, it's gotten stuck for me. And I need to take a class that, that makes me feel like I'm five and in that place of joy and passion and elation again. And we see actors who are really successful, like multiple TV series all the time, do that regularly. In fact, some people who are, who are those kind of actors, they're leveraging our classes to, uh, to go in there and play like they're five years old mm-hmm. and, and then go back to the brutality of the business yeah, 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 filled yeah. up and, and giving fewer fucks because yeah. they reminded themselves that they love the work. Yeah. No, it's, I see it all the time. And also see actors... I had someone who came to class and she said, I just hate every time I get an audition, I open up my email yep. and I, and I, my heart is pounding and I want to vomit and I, I just want to get it over with. She yeah, said, yeah. And, I re- and I'm not booking anything. Yeah. I'm not getting any feedback. My sure. agents, you know, don't even keep saying to me, what is wrong with you? Right. And she's like, well, I think it's because I'm working too much at the bar. I think it's because my boyfriend and I broke up. I think it's because of the pandemic. And then she realized that she just, had a huge disconnect with her her art self and came to class to find it and struggles with it. She goes, because she goes in class, she's still thinking, well, how do I, how do I go back to that self-tape and use this stuff? And finally is starting to let go and finally starting to realize, oh, it, none of that matters. It will happen when it happens. You know, she's in this place where she's just, you know, I don't know, turn 35, and I, I think, so 30 or 35 or one number um, that, that seems to, us to is matter. very, very young. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's very like, young. Like, okay, really? Yeah. Um, and worried about, you know, that it's going to be over. It's yeah. the, and for women, it's just, oh, it's all about, you know, you know, I, I won't, I'm too old to have children. I'm too old to have a relationship. I'm too old to be an actor on television other than playing a grandmother at 40. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm to this, to this, to this, which everyone's got a version of for sure. Um, and just coming back to her soul in the work has been so relieving for her. And, and again, it's, it's the yin yang of it, but she's, she even told her, her reps, like, you know, I don't send me the self tapes, but I may not do them because I just can't quite yet. And, um, Love that. Yeah, hard, but but necessary. I mean, yes. Because things yes, like her, yes. her issue is not with art. Her issue is not with the art. Mm. But like, I, I suspect there are very few people. I don't know anyone at our studio. Yeah. Who who really like don't like acting like at its in its purest right, form. Like right. they they are not really into it. Yeah. <laughs> like on some level, it was a calling. It, it it was so loud in their soul that they answered the call. It it, it and. And, and then it goes to the business and that part of the systemization and the self-tape and the mm. judgment. It's that part that they don't But like. sometimes, like with Caroline Lindy, she realized in class, because she started writing, and she realized that she loved writing and was really good at it and wanted to be a filmmaker, and said, you know what? Acting makes me anxious. Directing and writing makes me happy. I think I'm going to listen to that. 
she's still a great actor. She still will act. But she she listened to that because she came back to her artist self. I understand. And I just so, had this conversation with someone who who went to producing, and now they're they have an opportunity to act again. Yeah. And and all that same stuff is coming up. Like I wonder whether it's it's all of that associated baggage attachment around acting and the judgment or whatever that makes people anxious, and and not the like, hey, I'm with a buddy and let's like read a play or play together. Mm-hmm. That that is bringing up the anxiety. But I, I mean, everyone's different. Everyone's, everyone's different. different. But but f- but the fact is, she found her voice. Sure so deeply and happily in another place and uh, and and I and I know that to be true like if for me if I do not have something deeply creative and passionate and and um uh vulnerable I just to use that word where like my, my soul is coming up in the work if I don't have that all the time then everything else that I do just seems like hard and cold you know, and disconnected and and really uncomfortable. And so I just say, offer that to any of you. What is that for you? And whatever that is, do that because there's healing in that, doing that for its own sake, doing that because it feeds your soul, doing that because it makes you happy and alive. And then, then you can say, okay, how do I bring this into my self-tape, into the my relationship with the industry, into pursuing an agent? But I think first you have to, get right with what it is that's feeding you. Right. You know? And that can take time. Like that yeah. that can take time to get to that place. And of it can knowing. can take stepping, stepping away right. or stepping back or, or or looking at it, really looking at it, honestly. So if 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 we offer that stepping back is one of the Yeah one of the actions that someone I would even say must take. Like it's your responsibility. Mm-hmm even in the interest of, of, of caring for that five-year-old inside who, who wanted to do this in the first place, right? Like, that's your responsibility. Um, there, and that may look like resting, that may look like not doing anything for, for a little bit, right? Like, not that you're gonna stay there, because it has to be a balance between stillness and action, but that is an important step in all this. And, and go ahead. Well, in that, though, I, I, my question to you is, there can be some active caretaking uh, self-care, another word that has been uh, used and abused. There's stuff you can do in that resting time or in that time of stepping away, if you want to call it that, that can be really healing and really um, cathartic and really engaged. Well, here's where it gets tricky, though. And yeah. Because left unchecked, like with the wrong intention, yeah. I don't mean to like you know put huge limitations on this, one can say, oh, I need to meditate because that'll help me book the job. Oh, so they're telling me I need to step back. So it becomes this like another exercise in productivity. Mm. And so, oh, great. So now I'm going to download the app and I'm going to blah, 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 blah. And like I'm meditating, but it's not working. I'm not booking even more. Like all like when we're talking about stepping back, we're really there. There is uh, there is an intention, I think, that matters in all this. So when I say rest. What I'm what I'm getting at is that let's not just add five more tasks that feel like I'm rushing to the meditation place, right? So so it's a balance. Or right? I'm journaling because it's my assignment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and also maybe some of the doing of that if you are in a place of being stuck, like so everyone has to figure out right. what works right, for them. Right, right? Right. I can't tell someone that meditation is the answer for you. Yeah. In fact, I just told someone not long ago to not meditate oh. because they were clear on the fact that they didn't have the capacity to meditate without them feeling anxious. Yeah, yeah. Meditation became another task. Yeah. yeah. So then you can't do that, right? I mean, meditation can be washing dishes, uh, but but if they're not there, that's fine. So some of this is like the stepping back to create some stillness, some silence, just to look to see what's happening inside, right? And then yes, there are specific things that one can do. And I would say you probably start with the physical, which is, you know, like um, attending to your body. And that, if that, you know, means going for a walk, that's fine. But even the stopping and, and like, what is the nature of your breath right now? And what does that reveal? And I think for hypersensitive people, people who uh, I would say in a general sense have kind hearts, because I think that's part of the hypersensitivity at its core, um, if you feel tension, let's say, in your shoulder, um, and you have that deep awareness of it because you've stopped and just looked inside, and I feel the tension, I think invariably if you know that to be suffering, if you see that to be tension as like, oh, there's suffering there, then that will invariably lead you to compassion. Um, and, and that's all you really have to do is just, is just be in, where is my body? Like right now, and this has been the case for the last three years, there's been tension in my back because yeah, that's where I hold no, back I know, and hips, right? Know, yeah. And so 
I can be in a place of awareness of that only now, after three years, only now, which like breaks my heart, but that's what it took. You that's know? what it took, yeah. Um, yeah. To, to feel that tension and go, oh, there's, there's pain there, there's yeah. suffering. And, and that leads you to compassion. Yeah, and, yeah, and, when yeah, you, and when you offer it the presence of that compassion, mm-hmm. all of a sudden things move, at least they do for me, yeah. I believe, for the sensitive people that we're speaking yeah, to here. Yeah. So like, there's one thing the that you can do. And the release of that, yeah. Just to be with your body. I, I work with this woman, Andrea, who's a manual therapist. And the last time I saw her, I'd had some surgery, and I wanted her to go heal my surgery place. So put your hands on my surgery right, place. Right. Take and care of that me. for me, would you? Yeah, Let's would you? Because I yeah. know, and she she could. My God, <laughs> she's wow. like a witch. Yeah, hands like magic. I don't know what she does, but then she was moving up my body, and I'm, I'm my hands are here, like on my my stomach and my chest. And she started just touching that, and I just started crying. And she, I said, whoa, whoa, what is this about? She goes, whatever's there, let it out, let it go, just let it go, just let it be, whatever's there, because this is where it's happening. I'm feeling it here, not down below where you think it's happening. Yeah. And she, and things started moving, and, and I, you know, and she, she, she knows me well enough, and I know her well enough, and trust her, so when she said, let it go, release it, I was able to actually do it, and I trusted her and all that. And I cried for three fucking days. And she said, this is going to happen. Yeah. And the stuff that was coming up for me, I heard my father's judging voice. I, I, oh my God, the stuff that was coming up was huge. I heard my mother. It, and, and I was like, what is this about? And this was a healing process. But I had to get in touch with my body through this process with her sure. in order to let go of stuff that was stuck in there that got activated by the surgery. Right. I mean, your body is amazing, and it will tell you what it needs and who, what where you're at if you can find a way to listen to it. I'm not everybody has a witchy manual healer, osteopath, you know, person, but for me, that's what I needed, and I was stunned by how much stuff was coming up and around there, and what it required was even further stepping back from everything to let this thing out, to let this thing start to process and to heal and to learn from it. Um, and, 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 you know, just what is that for each of of us, each of you? Yeah. And, you know, to a certain extent, I I can't tell anyone like for you, what the thing is like is X, Y, like everyone has to explore that and find that on their own. But, but again, like if, if we draw that, that straight line from this sort of discussion to, okay, the email came, email came in 13 pages Yeah, and the circumstances cancer and it's this and it's that or or it's hilarious or like whatever the thing is yeah. right and or, or you're you're a lawyer talking to a, a you know doing your dep your what is a concluding what is that called your the closing arguments closing arguments yeah, sure. right but you have like a page of sure. and you have to memorize it and it's in the context of you identifying yourself as an actor having created a full identity right like told all the relatives i am an actor right, right? like right, oh, really right. so what, what yeah. you've been in any lately or whatever like like yeah. you there's this huge there's this this concrete uh, um, egoic identity i am an actor right and you're asked to express the totality of the human emotional experience no press uh, to an industry that doesn't have the capacity to to create space for your vulnerability mm-hmm. um and the expectation is you let this circumstance wash over you. This, this not only potentially triggering, but like you will be triggered. I don't mean like in some sort of dramatic way necessarily, but you will be emotionally affected by this, right? You, you have to be. That's your job. I mean, this can sound like insanity. I mean that clinically, right? It does. And, when I explained it to this person, right. they were like, what? Be- because most people don't have the capacity or the courage to do what actors, to do what artists do. And yet you also have a responsibility. So now we'll get to the tough lovey part of this is like your job is to have such a deep understanding of your own nervous system and those of the human experience, right? Like those of other humans that you are experiencing uh, artificial make-believe circumstances in a way that teach people about their own humanity that move them on an emotional level. And in order to do that, you can't show up expecting anything from other people. It's actually your job to show up and generously offer that human experience and vulnerability to them. And also, if you're going to work on that kind of material at all, even if it's a, if it's a little bit vulnerable, a little bit emotional, you're going to have to understand that your entire instrument, your entire body is going to have to be available to experience that, to take in that information, process it, and, and put it through your whole nervous system, through your whole instrument, so that it can come out 
as truthful emotional expression. Right. And in order to do that, you've got to, your body, your your mind, your heart, your soul have to be in a place where it's capable of that. So you can work at that championship level and affect us in a self-tape. And there's no two ways about it, right? Like that's what the industry is. The industry should be kinder. It should be gentler. It should be more understanding of all leaner, this. Yeah. Yeah. But it won't be for a while because systems take time to change. And so this is the truth. If ever. If, um, but this yeah. is the truth of the industry, right? So, yeah. so then everyone has to come to that place of reckoning and... Uh, and so the invitation in this podcast is to take a sec and ask yourself, what do I need? And we need to leave all the room for the fact that you may be feeling depression just now. Mm. There, you, your mental health may be really poor right now um, for all the reasons, because life, not to mention the pandemic or the challenges of the industry, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and... And without shame, without a finger wag, um, without expectation, my, my deep hope and and my pleading for you is uh, care for yourself as best as you can. Put yourselves in relationships of care, and find yourselves in community of care. And one of the things that you that you have at your disposal is the ability to experience art, to act. And if you alter the intention just a little bit away from industrial pursuit or the judgment found therein, um, you can actually find healing and uh, therapeutic qualities within mm. the expression of, of acting itself. But you have yeah. to have a deliberate sort of action towards yeah. that. You have to that. have that intention. I love that. Yeah. And you know what? This is the funny thing. The industry is made up of other people, of other humans, some very sensitive, all who love art in their own way, even the the accountants and the business affairs people. And I've talked to those business affairs people, and they ultimately, at their core, love art. And they will be moved by you if you trust that you... You're, your job, one of your main jobs, is to affect your audience on an emotional level, whatever that is, laugh, cry, you know, fear, whatever. And if you start to work this way and, 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 and accept healing as part of your process of, of growth and artistry, then you'll be able to enter the work and enter the box and the structure of the self-tape and the industry knowing that there are human beings out there desperately waiting for you to move them, desperately waiting for yeah. you to share your heart because they don't know how to or the writers have already done their part and they now have handed it to you, desperate for you to fill that, to fill their words with your voice. You start living this way, working this way, um, your work will change and you will affect your audience because they are there waiting for it right. with arms and hearts open, truly. And part of our mission here, uh, even in this podcast and certainly all our classes here, uh, comes from the faith, the belief that when there are more whole artists who have the capacity to express their unique singular experience and add it to the narrative in a really bold way, when that is the case, the world is better. When that is the case, certainly our industry is better. And so that is even part of our, our ask here. Um, uh, I end a lot of my classes just reminding people to be gentle with themselves, yeah. given that, that this has been uh, and often is, my God. Again, the contrast. Uh, our classes, particularly for, for those who have been with us for a while, and we have some of these communities that they trust each other so deeply that they jump all the way off the cliff and know that they will find the safety net at the bottom or that they will land on their feet. But the work is brave and it is bold. And Beautiful. The, the consensual container is clear. So within that, they are doing like incredible things. But then there needs to be a proportional amount of aftercare. Yeah. <laughs> of, oh my God. Of, yeah. Of, uh, of 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 gentle understanding that their nervous system now needs to yeah. needs to settle. And so we encourage you all to do that as well. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to this myself. <laughs> you know, and 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 hear that. Yeah. So thank you. Uh, we love you and be well. <laughs> We know that you're feeling the stress of these challenging and uncertain times. We are too. And it's possible that you have no idea how to nourish yourself as an actor, as an artist in all of this. And we're here to tell you that that's okay. Everyone we know in and around this industry is feeling all that. 
And we want you to know that we're here to help. Every month we open up our online studio doors and invite you to join us for a virtual workshop where we dismantle and reconfigure your approach to your craft, the industry, auditions, booking, self-tapes, and taking care of your creative soul. It's our mission to make you feel empowered and confident, even excited about what's ahead and what you can do right now. So join Steve and me online, meet our amazing teachers, find out what actions you can take in order to thrive, and let us guide you to the success you're looking for. To reserve your spot, check out the summit link in our show notes to sign up. Space is limited, but we want you to be there, so click the link. We love sharing this content with our community. We offer it 100% free, and it's our privilege to do so. If you're loving this podcast and are interested in offering something in return, go ahead and subscribe to The Acting Podcast. Then find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen to your podcast and leave us an honest rating and review. Your words will help us bring this work to even more actors and artists around the world. Thank you so much for listening and for being here with us. We love how this community shows up for us and for each other online and in the studio. Jump into a class with us. We're here to get you into the kind of shape necessary to be successful. 